0: I'm your host, Rufy Castro, and welcome to the Epicenter Fresno Podcast. Praise the Lord, and welcome to the Epicenter Podcast. The message entitled Game On was originally preached on February 12th, 2023. If you have not had the opportunity to listen to this message in its entirety, I encourage you to visit our Epicenter Facebook page. You could also uh, check out our YouTube channel, um, or you could go to the website www.epicenterfresno.com and that'll give you uh, the links to uh, all of our social media and the different ways that you could actually listen to this message. All right, so this uh, message, we actually came out of the book of Matthew, chapter uh, 14, and we went from verses 22 through 29. This is a well-known portion of scripture, and we actually pick up right after Jesus feeds the 5,000. So what happens here, he feeds the 5,000, and uh, after that, it's it's time for people to go home. Um, There's a lot of food that's left over, so people are taking uh, food with them. And Jesus, uh, he commands his disciples to go across uh, the sea. Scripture lets us know that what uh, Jesus does now, he goes to the mountain and he goes to pray. Um, He's spending some time by himself. And uh, I don't know about you, but after a long day... Especially when you have to deal with a lot of people, uh, maybe not 5,000 people, um, not including women and children. But after a long day of dealing with people, sometimes you just want some peace and quiet. You just have to reflect. Um, you just have to just kind of decompress. And one of the ways of doing that, um, you know, we spend some time by ourselves. We go to a place that's quiet. Maybe we get ourselves a cup of coffee uh, or some tea. You know, we'll just sit down. We, we won't turn the TV on. We won't turn the radio on or anything. And uh, basically, we just uh, take some time to just kind of decompress. So, this is this is Jesus. Um, this is what he's doing, but he's actually praying. And in the meantime, his disciples are on their way across uh, the sea. So this is where um, the storm starts, you know, hitting and rocking the boat and things like that, and the disciples get, you know, they get very scared. Um, and uh, Jesus appears to them, and Jesus is is walking on the water. So I I want to pause here because, like I said, there's there's different ways where you can listen to this complete message on on our social media outlets. But what I want to do in this podcast, it's the idea, not necessarily of walking on water, things like that, but the idea that many times we get used to a routine. We get used to doing things a certain way. um, And sometimes we expect God to move in certain ways. Let me give you an example. Sometimes you hear people that say, oh, I remember the good old days. I remember, you know, when the church really used to pray. Now, you know, I remember we used to have revival and things like that. And maybe, you know, you that are listening to this podcast, maybe you have said that before. I know I have. I know I've said, you know, things like that before. But the truth of the matter is, is that God doesn't change. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, which means if God doesn't change, that means I've changed. That means I'm doing things a little differently now. One of the things that we do fight against is that we as human beings, it's human nature to get into a routine. And once we're in a routine, we're comfortable. Once we're in a routine, uh, we feel safe because we know what the next steps are. We know what's going to happen. It's like when you go to church you know you know there's going to be some praise and worship and there's going to be three songs that are going to be sung or four songs and and then uh, they're going to go ahead and uh, you know take the offering up and then uh, you know the pastor is going to preach or if there's a guest speaker the guest speaker is going to preach and uh, and after that there's an altar call and uh, and after the altar call there's announcements and and you know prayer requests praise reports and and dismissal and uh, if there's some donuts left over from Christian education, you know, you go get your, go go to round two, right? Go get go get some more donuts, go get some more bagels. It's a routine. You're you're used to it. I'm used to it. There are situations in our life where God has to move in a way that we haven't experienced before, and I I really want to consider this story. Because the disciples are in need, and the disciples are not in Jerusalem, they're not in the temple, they're not in the synagogue, they're not in their homes. The disciples are literally in the middle of the sea, the Sea of Galilee. That's where they're at, and there's a storm that that picks up, and and even though the disciples, um, you know, they're fishermen, and and these storms or these winds that blow because of. The Sea of Galilee is in a valley. It's something that they're used to, you know. It doesn't mean that they're not going to get scared. And in fact, this must have been some very strong wind to have grown men that are fishermen that were born and raised, and and they've been on this sea. You know, they this isn't new to them. It it must have been some kind of wind to really freak them out the way it did. So here's the situation. They're in trouble and they're in the middle of the sea. God has to save them so that they don't perish. The problem is they've never been in this situation before. So let's consider this. We're used to God answering our prayers when we're praying for things that we've prayed for in the past, Save my children, save my wife, save my husband, save my marriage, save my job there There are certain prayers that we have that that are they're almost like a routine. We'll go back to that word we're always praying for that, but then there are certain things that come to our life that really throw us for a loop because it's something that we've never experienced before, and since we've never had experienced that before, we feel like we don't have control. We don't know what this next step is. We don't know what the end result is. And it's in situations like that when we cry out to the Lord that we have to understand that God is going to show up in that situation that we're in. It's a new situation for us, which means God is going to show up in a new way, in a different way. And here's where we have to be very careful to not try to put God in a box. Because the Bible says that as they started freaking out, they started, you know, they started freaking out. They must have been crying. They must have been shouting. Something was happening that Jesus understood they were scared to death that Jesus had to speak to them. In fact, verse number 26 says, when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled saying, it is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. They've never experienced this before. The way the wind was blowing, the way the waves were crashing on this ship, they've never experienced it that strong before. So Jesus understands that they were afraid. And the Bible says in verse number 27, that he says, be of good cheer. It is I be not afraid. Now, when we look at verse number 28, we look at the words that Peter says and we have to understand where Peter's coming from. Peter is a first century Jew. In fact, he's a first century Torah believing Jew. He's been taught uh, Torah uh, growing up. He he's a Jewish man, which means as a little boy he went to Torah school. He was taught in the synagogue. He was taught in the religious schools uh, up until the age of of 12. In fact, if he was smart enough, if you will, and I'm, I'm doing air quotes, I know you can't see them, but if he was smart enough, his education would have continued after the age of 12. We don't know that. We don't know how long or how far Peter's education went, but we do know that when Jesus called Peter, Peter was a fisherman, which means his education either stopped at the age of 12 or stopped at the age of 14 because he wasn't a rabbi. He wasn't a Torah scholar. He went back to the family business. So not, not to go too much into the, the history of, of, of first century uh, life, Uh, But we have to understand that regardless if he was educated up to the age of 12 or 14, which was the next step, um, Peter had some Bible knowledge in him. Now, they're in the middle of the situation. They're in the middle of the storm, and there's this figure that looks like a ghost they can't really see the figure because the wind is blowing and it, it's raining and the rain is, is like falling sideways because the wind is blowing so hard. It, it's it's very hard to see, but they hear the voice and it sounds like the voice of Jesus. Now, it's interesting to know what Peter responds because Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee in the water. Let's stop right here. What Peter is doing, he's actually testing the spirit he's testing to see if this is truly jesus christ so when you place yourself in the mind of a first century torah believing jew who believes in in the messiah then even though john still hasn't written the gospel of john peter understands that jesus is the word made flesh he understands that because of prophecies that are written in scripture. And if Jesus is the word made flesh, then he also understands that in the beginning, when God was speaking things into creation, it's that same word that was creating things out of nothing that has now been personified in who we call Jesus Christ. So, Peter understands this. So, when Peter asks the Lord, and when he says, if it's, if it's you, bid me to come to thee, he knows that if it's truly Jesus Christ, the moment that Jesus opens his mouth and speaks the word, he knows that it's the same word that was used in creation. It's the same power. It's the same authority. It's the same anointing. Peter understands this, so he knows he can't fail. So the Bible says that Jesus replies one word and says, come. So we could look at this almost like in slow motion, if if it was a movie. The word comes out of the mouth of Jesus. It enters into the heart of Peter. It fills Peter with anointing and faith gives Peter the power to be able to overcome the fear and the doubt. And therefore, Peter starts taking his foot off of the ship, placing it over to stand on the water to go to where Jesus is at. Now, the reason I said I want to talk about Jesus moving in ways that we are not accustomed to this had never happened to any of the disciples. They, this was something brand new. So you have to understand that the rest of the disciples, even though it wasn't written in scripture, they love Peter. They love Peter, right? So even though it wasn't written in scripture, they're trying to hold Peter back. They're trying to, you know, because all, all you're seeing is you're seeing one of your friends, one of your co-laborers in Christ, who's about to go overboard. I mean, literally, this man is about to go overboard. So I'm sure they're trying to hold him back. They're trying to talk some sense into him. They're trying to, hey, Peter, what's going on? With, you know, What's wrong with you? But understand that Peter heard the voice of God and the word of God penetrated into the heart of Peter. In our day and age, in our Christian walk, there are many times that God is trying to bring us out of a situation. He's trying to help us through a trying time. But because he's never moved in that way before, because he's never walked on water, he's never shown up walking on water, the first thing that comes to our mind is it must be the devil. In fact, when you share your vision and the things that God has shown you, the things that God has placed in your heart, you share them with brothers and sisters and Sometimes they think you're out of your mind. Sometimes they think you're crazy. And the reason is because God is showing you he's trying to move in life, not just your life, but all of our lives in a new way, in a different way, in a way that we haven't experienced him before. But because we've placed God in a box because of our, because of our religiosity because of our upbringing, because the way we were taught, uh, because our, or the organization we belong to teaches a certain way, because we become content experience Jesus in the way that we've experienced Him in the past and are not willing to take the step of faith, understanding that God wants to give us more. So the Bible lets us know that when Peter gets off the boat, he begins to walk on the water. Now, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, pastor, but after a couple of steps, he took to, you know, he looked to the left, to the right, this and that. And he started sinking and, you know, he lacked faith. Now, I I completely, I hear you. But regardless, you cannot take away from the fact that Peter walked on water. And in fact, when Jesus gets his disciples together and he says, When Jesus gets his disciples together and he asks them, who do men say that I am? Everyone answers, you know, oh, Elias, Jeremiah. He pulls Peter aside. He doesn't pull Andrew aside. He doesn't pull James aside. He doesn't pull John aside. He pulls Peter aside. And he says, but who do you say that I am? Peter... Because of his belief, because of his faith, and because of his knowledge of Scripture, Peter was able to test the spirits and realize that it was indeed Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus didn't show up to Peter and the disciples in a way that Peter and the disciples would have been expecting. It was something completely new. But because Peter had a relationship with God, he knew exactly who Jesus Christ was. He knew that that individual that was uh, walking on uh, the water was not uh, a ghost, was not an evil spirit, but it was in fact God. So I want to encourage you in your relationship with God, because you may be going through a situation in your life that you've never faced before. And because you've never faced that situation before, don't be expecting God to show up in the way that he showed up in the past. His blessings are new every day, The relationship that you have with God is so important. Keep working on that relationship. Keep praying. Keep fasting. Keep reading His Word. Keep memorizing His Word. So when Jesus shows up in a new way, we will be able to open up our hearts and realize that it is in fact Jesus. And even though He's showing up in a way that we've never expected before, He's still showing up and He will answer our prayers, answer our petitions, and He will do something new, something different that the world has never seen before. Don't forget to check out our website at epicenterfresno.com, where you will find links to our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, and our Instagram.